Coming up this week on Sporting Journal Radio. Mandatory polygraphs are BS. Got me excited for opener, fishing with long rods. And- I don't care what the Twin Cities news station show you. I don't care. Yeah. Answer the phone. <laughs> I hunt and always will. Broadcasting from the Alclair Outdoor Studios. Presented by OnX. Know where you stand with OnX. <clears throat> We're not just a radio show anymore. This is Sporting Journal Radio. That's right. Welcome to the show. My name is Brett Amundsen. Thank you for tuning in wherever you're doing it. Maybe you're listening to us on the radio. Maybe you're watching it on YouTube. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel right down there. And leave us a comment, too. We'd appreciate it. That's Dan Amundsen over there. What's up, Dan? Hey. Hi. Hey. That's David <laughs> Eckhart over there. Hello. So you guys are just full of, full of words today. It's going to be an excellent show. I can feel it. Glad people are tuning in to listen to us talk or, or me talk. <laughs> I forget. Like. Is that what we're supposed to do? And once in a while. I forget. Well, we're going to talk to some other people this week. We've uh, got Eric Meyer talking about the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic and what's new at the show this year. Um, they got some really cool stuff. In fact, you guys remember hearing about that. Um, there's a brother and a sister elk hunting in northwest Minnesota last year. Yep. No. Alex, <laughs> Alex Trebek didn't. No. Uh, they shot Wonder some. Wonder why big elk and uh, they're going to be on display at the deer classic this year at canterbury park shakopee it's march 8th 9th and 10th i'll be there march 9th you guys should come join me too saturday 11 to 1 right inside the entrance stop by and say hi at the minnesota deer and turkey classic so eric will tell us more about that also joe henry it's still winter at the border ice fishing is still going and we we got one eye open on the rainy river uh, to get ready for spring fishing so we're going to talk about where things are at for both of those places up at Lake of the Woods. Uh, also, uh, there's some some waterfowl migration stuff we want to talk about. Uh, it's time to buy some new licenses. And there's a fishing tournament out east, I believe it's out east, where the second and third place finishers were disqualified because they failed polygraph tests and they both dispute the results of the polygraph. So we'll tell you that story coming up. But first, Dan, who are the sponsors this week? Invergrove Toyota, the official truck sponsor of Fish Hunt Forever is Invergrove Toyota. When looking for your new rig, go to Invergrove Toyota. Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic, like you said, is March 8th, 9th, and 10th at Canterbury Park and Shockby. Learn more at mndeerclassic.com. Haybell Heights Campground and Resort, fish out of a snow bear on Devil's Lake. Learn more at haybellheights.com. On X Hunt, landowner information, public land access, and much, much more. Know where you stand with On X Hunt. Prairie Sportsman, the new season is underway. Watch episodes anytime, though, at the Prairie Sportsman YouTube channel. Lake of the Woods Tourism. Lake of the Woods is the walleye capital. Plan a trip for this winter, spring, or summer at lakeofthewoodsmn.com. And the Midwest Wild Sheep Foundation annual banquet and fundraiser is March 15th and 16th at the Minneapolis Marriott Southwest in Minnetonka. Learn more at midwestwildsheep.com. It's that time of year. I usually buy every license that I'm going to need for the rest of the year. Minus the federal Say, duck, how's duck that stamp. worked out for you? That, that burned me one time. I forgot to get that because I bought. I buy everything. I buy my. I even do the walleye stamp validation. I do the turkey stamp, uh, the pheasant and waterfowl, of course, for the state stamps. I get everything now. Fall Fall Canada goose. I get. Uh, um, Walk in access validation. I do everything now, and then I usually forget about it. And yes, one year like. 10, 15 years ago, I forgot, forgot about the federal. I was I was guiding waterfowl and I was going to be hunting every day for at least 60 days. And I got a ticket for not having federal dog. Like just I'll go buy it right now. There's 
clearly a, I had a thousand dollars worth of licenses in my pocket. <laughs> I was not trying to get out of a $15 and 50 cent federal duck stamp. Cause by the way, that's the best federal program we have here in this country. Buy a federal duck stamp. Even if you're not going to hunt, buy two of them because the almost all the dollars, all the cents go towards habitat. It's an unbelievable program. We need more government programs just like it. So anyway, it's that time of year. So don't forget to buy a new license. Uh, the end of the walleye season, it was, I was almost a little confusing this year, it seemed like. Yeah, I thought it was the end of the month, but it was the last Sunday of the month. That's usually how it is, I think. Is just, it? This year, it just fell uh later in the week on a thursday leap year's not helping with that so but it's usually it's like any season it's season's always unless it's duck season where it's federally regulated by the limited days it's usually everything ends on a sunday or pheasant season gets a little weird with the end of the year whatever but it's usually usually everything ends on sundays or turkeys i guess or wednesdays but the more i think about this the more i'm gonna (laughs) dispute myself (laughs) usually walleye season fishing season game fish season ends on uh sundays yeah yeah so you fished the last day of the season this year? I did. How'd it go? Not how we normally do it. Yeah, we, you were in a boat. We fished out of a boat, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was... Inland boat. Let's clarify. Yeah. Normally yeah. people are fishing in February on border water boat. But oh, yeah. Yeah, no, inland water in river boat. system. And it got me excited for opener, fishing with long rods and jigs. You do like the so, long rods. Hey, you know. did you get? <laughs> did you catch any fish? Uh, yeah, we caught... Uh, pretty good amount of walleyes a lot of little ones hmm. some little pike one big pike so oh really yeah it was it was a fun day is that right mm-hmm. nice got some fish to eat and perfect no way <laughs> bonus out of a boat this time of year yeah uh, and you're not on the mississippi you know that's uh it's pretty wild it's cool uh well we went up to hay bale heights dan and i did and spent some time on devil's lake and uh, we'll be putting a video out on the Fish Hunt Forever YouTube channel. We caught some walleyes. We were out there with Jordan Berg, of course, hanging out with Lucas Mertens. There's Jordan right there if you're watching this on YouTube. Caught, spent one day chasing walleyes and spent one day chasing perch. And, um, yeah, had a had a delicious meal of fish. Got some great eaters and uh, caught a couple of nice fish. We Dan, didn't you have one big one up to the hole? I dumped a big one. It sucked. But <laughs> he blamed me for that. Well, but. it's always your fault. Yeah. That's okay. You know what happens? It happens. <laughs> we had a good trip. It was fun. It was my first time fishing out of a snow bear. And I'll tell you what, uh, if I ever go ice fishing again, I want to do it out of a snow bear. Oh, man. That was pretty sweet. Uh, nice cabins. I hadn't been to Haybelly yet, actually, either. And been to Devils. There's a lot of firsts on the trip. So it was fun. And I think we're going back to Devils in May. And I'm pretty pumped about that. So, um, yeah, should It'll be. be uh, be fun to go back for open water yeah i'm excited i mean there's there's some really big wallies in that system right now if you looked i know i kept talking to you about it brett if you look at the nwt results from last fall uh there there's a lot of a lot of big fish in this that lake right now so i'm excited to go get them in may hopefully they're up shallow um we were fishing pretty shallow the other day we were in yeah. eight nine foot and uh catching catching walleyes throughout the day uh marking fish all day long and getting them to bite was a little different. It was funny. You know, we had live scope down yeah. and there's a lot of fish we just didn't catch. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't wreck the lake. <laughs> we marked so many fish that we couldn't catch. It was ridiculous. Like it was crazy, but um, we caught a bunch of fish and um, had a great time out there. Of course, uh, Hay Bell's great. The cabins are awesome. They got a great spot on the east end of Devil's Lake there. Uh, yeah. Look at it, that cabin. Yeah. 
David, yeah, you, those cabins are awesome. You probably stayed in that cabin with us. And it, you know what? And we pulled up. I know we stayed there one year when we were snow goose hunting. And uh, it we stayed felt, there a few times. It, yeah, it felt like snow goose season when we were there because <laughs> it was just mud. Yeah. And I had the dogs with, of course. So I was like, oh, gosh, the dogs can get my, my new truck all muddy. We got to keep them out of the cabins. We got to keep everything clean. But uh, I had a great trip up there. Watch for the video coming to the Fish Hunt Forever YouTube channel. And speaking of snows, it's... Um, it's about that time. Yep. It's about that time. Getting yep. excited for it. <laughs> yeah. It, it was crazy. When we were up there at Hay Bale, it was, what is it? It was almost 60, wasn't it? It was 50s. Monday, yeah. 50s on yeah. Monday. And uh, when we got there, when we went up Saturday and it fished Sunday and Monday. Well, Sunday, there was no, even no darks around. By Monday, there was migrating flocks of Canada's all over the place. Yeah. So the push, the push was on. Of course, we had that storm midweek last week that probably stalled things out just a little bit. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there's been some snow geese dipping into the southern part of North Dakota. And, uh, of course, across South Dakota, still Nebraska, Missouri. And I know guys are still shooting them in Arkansas just like every year. Right. They're strung out. But, uh, but if you want to go play in the mud, might be time to get the, uh, the trailer loaded up and uh, start putting some windshield time in looking for those birds out there. All right. And then uh, coming up in April, don't forget the SGR 500. It's the third annual Rainy River Fishing Tournament, April 9th and 10th. David, I would cancel your trip. <laughs> I don't care what your wife says or your, who is it, your cousin's wedding or her something? Cousin's her cousin's wedding. Oh, it's her cousin's. Well, yeah. you're free then. Let's go. Yeah. Does she Dominican listen to the Republic, show? Rainy River. I'd rather go to the Rainy River. Does she yeah. listen to the show? Or can we can we rip this or are we going to all get in trouble? <laughs> yeah. Why are you going to get in trouble? I'll well, probably get in trouble. <laughs> She listens. Okay, well, I don't want to. <laughs> but if she doesn't oh, listen, it's, it's a free-for-all. It's game on. I can't believe you're going to miss it. I know. It's a fun tournament. Riverbend Resort up at uh, the Rainy River will be up there with prizes for biggest walleye and biggest sturgeon. And then biggest non-walleye or sturgeon. So it's usually a sucker uh, that usually ends up winning that. Man, didn't we catch a pile of suckers last year, too, up there? Uh, yeah. Like all the boats caught, so like because some of the sturgeon boats got just piles and piles of suckers. Yeah, that's we tried to sturgeon fish the one day last year, and all we caught were suckers. Hmm. Suckers and burbot last. All year. we caught were sturgeon. <laughs> we yeah. Do better. Yeah, as you were walleye fishing, you, no. were, you tried to catch sturgeon. Well, yes, caught, we did. I caught one trying to catch a sturgeon. Oh, did you? I was on yeah. Oh yeah, here. that's the one that went into <laughs> the ice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when you were, you guys are supposed to be there with the net. By the way, if you watch yeah. that video. Answer your phone. Yeah. You'll hear us calling you. Yeah. You're like the, the you're the one guy in the world who, <laughs> hey, you're like one of the only people who ever calls me. It's like you and my dad, the only people I ever call me. <laughs> and I could bet money if I had to pick one person in my contacts, if I call him, unless it's my mom at midnight, she'll answer. David Eckhart will be the one to answer the phone. <laughs> the one time I ever call you and desperately uh, need If I you. remember right, I was fighting a fish as well when you called me. I don't care. Yeah. Answer the phone. <laughs> I was busy. Do better. We, so that was our plan. Like we, we were just going to sturgeon fish a little bit. So we didn't have a sturgeon net with us, but we were fishing next to you and you were with Scott, weren't yep. you? We were fishing next to you and Scott the whole time. And like, well, if we catch one, we'll just, they'll just zip over at the net or something quick and we'll use their, their big musky or sturgeon yeah, net, whatever it was. Net. And, uh, you know, and Jamie Dittman was going to give us a net. We were going to borrow a net from Jamie and I'm like, ah, we'll just use, you know, David or Scott's or whoever's net and fish by him. <laughs> yeah. The one time we split up. And just like trying to land, it was a 61 inch fish. He's a big sturgeon. And there's a boat watching us and just like 
just heckling us the whole time because we were trying to get you're trying to grab the tail and lift this 60 pound fish into the boat but we finally did it to a round of uh cheering and applause and boat horns up and down the rainy river it's good time man make your plans now and check the fish donkey app for the the fish donkey app for the sgr 500 at river bend resort you don't have to stay at river bend but that's where we headquarter out of so you should come there and join us we'll be doing happy hours and prizes and uh, we'll do the podcast at river bend you can come be a part of the show April 9th and 10th. Find out more information at sportingjournalradio.com. All right, we got to get the winner of the bracket contest that we did and talk about should fishing tournaments require polygraph tests? A recent tournament had uh, some negative publicity about polygraph tests to disqualify the second and third place angler. They deny that they were cheating, of course. We'll tell that story when we come back on Sporting Journal Radio. It doesn't get much better than fresh perch and fresh walleye. If you're looking for an exciting winter fishing destination, come to Devil's Lake, North Dakota. Hay Bale Heights Campground and Resort is on the ice with a fleet of snow bears, keeping you mobile and warm so you can stay on the roaming schools of fish. Hay Bale Heights on the east end of Devil's Lake has knowledgeable guides, comfortable cabins, and their own lake access making your trip as successful and stress-free as possible. To book your trip, go to haybaleheights.com. That's haybaleheights.com. We're back. It's the Sporting Journal Radio. I'm Brett Amundsen. Thanks for watching or listening wherever you are, along with Dan Amundsen and David Eckhart. You know, we before the break there, we talked about our tournament up in the Rainy River, the SJR 500. We want that to be a fun tournament, just a good time. I mean, there are some cash prizes for big fish, but it's not huge prize money because I wanted it to be, I don't want it to be such a big tournament that people cheat you know there's nothing worse than than thieves or or cheaters and i don't want anyone ever to feel like they need to cheat to try to win something in our tournament we give away a bunch of cool prizes and some cash we donate to the keep it clean i should have mentioned that too we will donate 25 percent of the uh the money coming in for the tournament to the keep it clean program again this year we did it last year as well too yeah and uh fish donkey's got Uh, some rules. We've got some rules about how the tournament will be run to try to uh, discourage cheating. But this story came out of, uh, I think it's somewhere at the East Coast, somewhere in in the Salt. Uh, Outdoor Life shared this. Anglers disqualified from Bluefin Tournament. They lose $32,000. And they say that mandatory polygraphs are BS. He says, who wants to be called a liar when you know you're doing the right thing? So Benny Sheen and Tim Volley, who were competitors, they weren't fishing together. They told reporters last week that they caught their fish fair and square. Both men say they still don't understand how they failed the local tournament's lie detector tests, which are mandatory for any angler who finishes in the top three spots. Sheen would have taken first place and won 25 grand, while Volley would have taken second place and won 75 grand. The third and fourth place finishers ended up taking first and second as a result. So the top three finishers are required to take polygraph tests and they you know obviously somebody that gets caught cheating is gonna they're gonna oh no i didn't cheat of course they're gonna they're gonna lie about it but if if they truly failed a polygraph yet didn't cheat that's a serious issue but how else do you disqual discourage people from cheating in these tournaments right like what yeah yeah there's a you're going to open up a whole other can of worms there. Unless you're going to put a marshal in every boat, but there's nobody who's going to be able to afford that. You know, to pay the marshals or find however many boats you have, volunteers, stuff like that. You know, it's just, it is what it is. There, 
I feel like at every level of tournaments, there has to be some form of honesty and discrepancy. You know, even like watch some of the bass elites. There will be instances where there's cameras in some of those boats, but not everybody has someone with them. Not everyone has a camera with them. There's usually going to be somebody watching, but you'll hear of instances where these guys realize they screwed up and they're going to call the tournament director and admit it. And I know that's their job, so they got to handle things a little differently, but... You know, there's just there has to be some form of integrity across the sport, and it comes back to self policing and a lot of the stuff we've talked about on a lot of different issues. But we have to take care of ourselves before we make other people take care of us. Yeah, I, well, agree. I mean, it's just gonna it's just gonna end fishing tournaments. You know, I mean, that's what's gonna end up happening. It's like that tournament we talked about on what was it Osakis? Uh, yeah, last week or the week before, where they finally said, you know. If people are going to complain about how we run this tournament as much as they have been, we'll just stop doing it. Like, it's not worth it, you know, and that's that's not what we want for our tournament. We just want it to be some kind of a fun party, hanging out, give people a little bit of something to fish for, you know. And maybe if we end up having issues, we just turn it into a party. Come join us. We'll, we'll just do random prize drawings at the bar. Right. You know? I mean, you know, or if you catch a fish. Yeah, I don't see. I would take all. I would just take the catching out of it if it ever got to that point. But thankfully, that's because you can't catch fish. <laughs> that's, a, that's one of the nice things about the Fish Donkey app is, I mean, you have to take the pictures of you know the hero shot and the releasing of the fish and you know, the video of releasing the fish. And it's if, really hard to cheat in a catch record release tournament. Yeah, or catch photo release, whatever you want to call it. Because there's no weights involved, so it's not like you you can stuff them. Yeah. I know I tried that last year. Dale. <laughs> God, we're just measuring these things. Dang it! No, that, I don't know what you mean, but it's it had the cadence like, of a joke. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, Brent. <laughs> so uh, I just had to get that in there. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. I don't have any time for cheaters and uh, or thieves, things like that. It just drives me absolutely bonkers. But anyway, uh, hopefully those guys, if they didn't cheat and they failed those polygraphs, hopefully they get it worked out. I don't know how they're going to figure that out. But uh, without polygraphs, I don't know how, I don't know what else you do to discourage cheating. If you have an idea, comment below. We'd appreciate it. All right. Uh, with the Wild Sheep Foundation, the Midwest chapter of the Wild Sheep Foundation annual banquet and fundraiser is coming up March 15th and 16th at the Minneapolis Marriott Minnetonka. This is a good party. This is always a good time. And they've got uh, some cool people. A couple of guys from the Hunt and Fool are going to be there. Austin Atkinson, Robert Hanneman. Uh, they always have some big mounts. They've got a bunch of uh, booths and vendors from safari hunts to local taxidermists and uh, local uh, hunting out, uh, outfitters and guides and things like that. It's a it's a neat place. And I've seen some of the coolest mounts. In fact, the guy that did my wolf mount back there, that's where I met him, was at the Midwest Chapter of the Wild Sheep Foundation Banquet a couple of years back. And he just had some really cool stuff. They're going to be giving away two youth statewide South Dakota turkey tags. And then they've got the big three on the auction, North and South Dakota and Wyoming bighorn sheep tag. Find out more about the Midwest Chapter of the Wild Sheep Foundation annual banquet and fundraiser March 15th and 16th at MidwestWildSheep.com. Um, speaking of giving away stuff, Dan, we have to we have to find a winner for our bracket contest. Yes, we do. Um, we have the winning 
thing feeling and it was it came down to two dead stick options it came down to the rattle of the rattle reel yeah explain that just explain the bracket one more time well we decided to come up with a to decide what the best feeling while ice fishing was we came up with 16 great feelings while ice fishing everything ranging from a flag going up to the fire department not showing up to not losing your phone blah 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 and it came down the old championship was uh when the bobber goes down or when there you hear the rattle of the rattle reel and uh the bobber won the silent Bobber one. I think people are crazy, <laughs> but I, it's not, I didn't choose the people chose. So, uh, the way it worked, the way we were going to pick a winner out of our, our contestants was if at the beginning, if somebody said they picked that winner, the Bobber, um, we would draw a winner. So David, I need you. We've, we've narrowed it down to two. How do we want to do this? Um, we want to pick a number one or two. One. Sure. All right, number one, Nate Orr is our winner. Hey. Congratulations, Nate. I was going to do the tip with you, but <laughs> there we go. There's noise. Very anticlimactic. Yeah. There we go. Uh, we'll get a hold of you or send us a message, but uh, congratulations. We'll uh, we'll do this bracket again maybe with some spring open water turkey hunting things if people have bracket ideas. If someone wants to make a bracket for us, and we'll... Uh, yeah, that Hold was kind on. of fun. That was, that was a neat idea. We should do that again. What should be the next bracket idea, you think? Fishing opener related when your boat starts? Like top 10 fails of fishing opener? <laughs> <laughs> when you your batteries are charged up? Yeah, when you forget to put the plug in. Um, when your net man dumps big fish, the hole. <laughs> um, what are you trying to say, Dan? Didn't say anything. I just coming up with ideas. <laughs> You're taking it how you want to take it. I, yeah, there's a lot of ideas. Or turkey hunting when you hear that first gobble, whatever. A lot of cool things coming up in spring. I sometimes think spring's better than fall. Mm, you stop, You shut your mouth. You can hunt. You can fish. Yeah. You Snow can, goose season. You can do all that in the fall. Okay, so, so why is fall better then? Because you can hunt way more stuff in the fall. Not just turkeys or snow geese. Oh, those are two pretty cool things. You can hunt... You can hunt deer, you can hunt pheasants, you can hunt turkeys, you can hunt snow geese. Okay, good to have fun turkey hunting in the fall. <laughs> you, can, you can hunt elk, you can hunt big game, you can hunt all kinds of stuff. Ducks, fall. You will never convince me that spring is better than fall. Not once. Fishing is uh, is pretty amazing in the fall if you tend if you take the time to do it's that sort of, sort of crazy thing. But yeah. Anywho. All right, so uh, Nate, we will DM you on Instagram. Or where at I don't end. remember where he sent us a message. We'll, right. I'll track down where I where he because we you you could enter three different ways: YouTube, Facebook, or Instagram. We'll track you down. So go check that out, or and, track us down, and follow Sporting Journal Radio and all the social channels as well for uh, our next bracket contest coming to Sporting Journal Radio. Hey, uh, by the way, our new truck sponsor is Invergrove Toyota, and they got a deal going on on Tundras right now. Uh, 4.99% APR for 60 months on all 2024 Tundras uh, on approved credit. Don't miss out. That's, that's a better interest deal than I have in my truck right now, <laughs> so I might be stopping back into Invergrove Toyota. They sold that really nice black one that was on the showroom, but they're building another one that they'll have there. Otherwise, right now, they've got a 1794 edition. It commemorates the founding of the Texas Ranch that's currently the site of the Toyota assembly plant in San Antonio, where the Tundra pickup truck is built. The 1794 Tundra reflects a Western theme with unique saddle brown leather upholstery and imitation suede inserts. 
units and matching leather bits on the shift console, door trim, and instrument panel. See that right now at Invergrove Toyota right off of Robert Street 494 in Invergrove Heights. All right, we are going to talk Deer Classic with Eric Meyer and uh, find out how the ice is up at Lake of the Woods with Joe Henry, all coming up on Sporting Journal Radio. 852 million acres of public land, 147 million private properties, all in the palm of your hand. The number one hunting GPS app just got better. With hundreds of custom map layers, 3D and topographic maps, you can easily scout on the road or at home before you go. And now you can get important weather details, CWD detection, and even know what crops have been planted where. Get the most trusted hunting GPS app ever made. Onyx. Know where you stand with Onyx. Now it's time to check in with Joe Henry up at Lake of the Woods to talk about ice fishing. Still ice fishing, of course. We had a couple of cold days here uh, this week, and I saw uh, some some pictures from that storm and all the snow that they got up there, too. It is definitely still winter at Lake of the Woods. Joe, how's it going? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. You know, I'll tell you, you're right, Brett. It's still winter up on the border. I don't care what the Twin Cities news station show you. I don't care. When you look out your your, your window... And you don't see any snow and you see robins and cardinals. It's still winter on the border. And I, that means that ice fishing's in full gear. You know, uh, I can tell you that on, uh, on Tuesday evening, it was uh, 15 below zero at night. Uh, I know on Wednesday evening, it's going to be uh, 10 below zero. Um, we still have ice. And, you know, we have, it, it, of course, I always preface, you work with a resort or outfitter and you stay on their roads and they know their roads because they're checking them multiple times per day, their ice roads. You know what you do? You, you go by their rules. They know what the weight limits are, what the restrictions are. But I'll tell you what, they're still, uh, you know, letting uh, big pickups out with wheelhouses. The resort houses are still out. Sleeper fish houses are still out. In many places, there's two feet of ice. There's not two feet everywhere. I, I didn't say everywhere there is, but the point the, the, the point of it is is that it's still game on up at Lake of the Woods. And uh, if you want to get some ice fishing in, ice fishing this winter, and if you don't take my word for it, like my brothers say, Joe, how can the fish always be biting at Lake of the Woods? <laughs> well, it's because they really are somewhere. They're always biting somewhere. And I'm not going to talk about where they're not biting. I'm going to talk about where they're biting, right? But you know what? It's been an incredible ice fishing year. A lot of the resorts, long-time resorters will tell you, one of the best ice and fishing years I ever remember. And that's pretty much across the lake, you guys. So, and I'll tell you the other thing too, I'm gonna give you a little tip, something to think about. Well, tell you what, those fish, they're out in front of that south shore and they're not that far out. You know what that's setting us up for, for the Minnesota fishing opener and the jig bite? It's gonna be that's good. Gonna be loaded. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe, when we we were just up there, you can see the video right now on the Fish Hunt Forever YouTube channel. We were up there, David. What was that? Two weeks ago now, yeah. or so, something like that. It, it uh, and it was still, we had a weather change. It slowed things down a little bit, but like I said in the video, even even when things are slow at Lake of the Woods, you still catch. We we caught a limit of fish the first day, and then we were a little pickier on the second day, and uh, we lost a couple of slot fish at the hole, and we were not far from. Pine Island, like we were only a couple of miles out, so we were pretty close to that South Shore, and and uh, you know had a good trip. Well, I'll tell you, you're spot on, and th those fish, you know, uh, uh, they're 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 plentiful, and you know we we talked about it last year, and I kind of kid about it, but you know last year there was a number of experts on Facebook that declared that Lake of the Woods is getting fished out, you know, and uh, you know we just shook our heads. We know the data; every year is different. There's there's a lot of ecological things going on every year from you know, water pushing through the system, pushing forage north to 
what bait fish and it just there's so many things going on and you know last year they, they couldn't uh, catch as many fish as they wanted to and this year of course it's some of the best fishing ever so now when i put you know a, a picture out full of got a group of people with a limited walleyes well, that's quite a few walleyes in the fish cleaning table boy and then you get the haters saying you know you're, you're keeping too many fish you shouldn't keep that many fish and it just never ends you know but yeah but i i say that i say that because you know, fishing has been really, really good. There's an example. Well, yeah, I got a lot of fish. Jeez. But you know, that, that that's a whole group. That's a whole company of, of people that were up there. Oh yeah. And that's happening every day in Lake of the Woods. It has been for years. Yeah. So I think that speaks to how prolific Lake of the Woods is and why they call, you know, Lake of the Woods one of the crown jewels of Minnesota is because the natural reproduction of Lake of the Woods. You know, you guys, um, we have, when you think about Lake of the Woods, we have over a million acres of water, and we have over 65,000 miles of shoreline. Now, when you think about that much shoreline, and of course, you get your rainy river where they spawn and other rivers where they spawn in addition to that. What that does is that adds diversification to the spawning. So imagine if, if everything, if every walleye spawn in the rainy river, and if they laid their eggs, and all of a sudden we got cold, cold water that came in for the next week and killed all the eggs, we'd be in trouble, wouldn't we? Well, isn't it nice that we have so much spawning area and, you know, you'll have one area, maybe the Rainy River will be spawning this week, yet they're still catching walleyes up north that are still, you know, uh, still have eggs in them. Heck, the, the, oftentimes, and I don't know what the, the, the disparity between dates when they spawn on Lake Lewis really is, but I know for a fact that the walleyes will have spawned in some cases, you know, two weeks ago and they're still catching walleyes up north that haven't spawned yet. That That's good for the, the whole system because it, it spreads everything out, right? Well, I don't know if you watch the video, you have to, it's a kind of a longer video that we put on the YouTube channel, but you have to go to the end of it. And we, we stayed in a sleeper while we were up there. And I mean, we want to catch wallows, of course, that's what you go to Lake of the Woods for, but we really wanted to catch a burbot. And David, I've watched that video and it, I mean, it sure looked like a burbot on the live scope. Yeah. And we worked that. I hooked it and then lost it. And then it went down and chased you up and down for a while. And then it chased me up and down for a while. Yeah, we worked that fish for a long time. Yeah, it was at least five. You said in the video five minutes, I think, but I think it was at least five videos that we five, five videos. videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's how long it was. We rec we filmed five videos in the time we oh, worked yeah. that fish. It was uh, it was a long time, and we ended up losing it. But we did have one chance, and I blew it like usual. <laughs> but uh, so the, you know, and obviously world record, world record, state record, burbot, maybe oh. world. Maybe world record bourbon in there. Maybe, maybe. I, don't know. I don't know, but uh, obviously some big fish in there. So you, you um, guys know, do you guys know how big the state record bourbon is? I don't know what's like nineteen pounds or something, isn't it? That a little over 19, 19 and a half pounds. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and that and that that record beat the previous record that just had happened like a year or so before. I mean, there's some big there's some big pout in Lake of the Woods, and you know the other thing is funny is it's sometimes you know sometimes when you go after bourbon you don't catch them, but when you're just walleye fishing. Then, then you, really then you catch them, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like jigging for uh, walleyes on the rainy river, and you hook a sturgeon, right? You know, yeah. a lot of times it's bycatch. And Joe, I'm I as much as I'd be happy to go up there and do some more ice fishing because the ice, ice is still good in spots there. Uh, I am excited about the rainy river and spring fishing on the rainy river, and of course our tournaments coming up April 9th and 10th. We'll have that up on the Fish Donkey app here, and uh, you do you guys just put some rainy river info on your website. Yeah, so every year the DNR, Minnesota DNR, comes out with uh, spring fishing information, and it, it's good. It's a sheet that talks about, 
you know, what your limits are. You know, the sturgeon seasons changes quite a bit. It goes from a catch and release to a keep, to a catch and release, to a keep, to a close season. And they mix the dates up a little bit. But, you know, all, all that information's on there. It does a nice job of talking about the different boat ramps up at Lake of the Woods on the Rainy River. And it's just a good info sheet. But, you know, we just uh, came out with a, an article you know, with that in it. And then we put that on our, our website as well. And uh, But it's good. You know, if you're don't if you not overly familiar with the Rainy River and all the limits and stuff, it's it's not a long long deal, but it's very, very informative. You know, one thing we we never really think about because we don't fish the, the river in the winter. But what, we were talking about this the other day. What are the, the, the fish limits in the, you know, before they change to spring limits on the Rainy River? Is it just the same as the lake, like four walleyes? No. Well, so, so here, here's what it is. So up until March 1st, um, the, the limit on the river is the same as the lake and, and yeah. four mile bay. It's a combined limit of six fish. Up to four of those six can be walleyes. And of course, there's a slot limit, 19 and a half to 28 inches. You have to release those fish. You can keep one over 28. Now, um, once March 1 hits, four mile bay and the rainy river are catch and release only. And the lake is still keep. So come March 1st, you can you can keep them on the lake, Four Mile Bay and Rainy River or catch and release only. And then the season, the Walland Sagra season goes through April 14th. You know, the pike season never closes. So, I mean, there's, and of course, uh, fish houses are allowed on Lake of the Woods through March 31st. That's a whole extra month than, uh, or more than the rest of the state. So we really do have an extended ice fishing season. And you know, this, everything was so warm, right? Yeah. Well, now with the 15 below and the 10 below and, you know, we're hanging on and that's not unusual. Some marches are more like winter than they are melting. We've had both. But as long as we get those overnight lows and now 15 and, and 10 below, I mean, that, that, that really helps even build more ice. Yeah. So we, we could be fishing for, uh, you know, a good couple few weeks yet. You know, type, Mother Nature will tell, right? Yeah. Well, this is Minnesota. You got state high school basketball tournaments coming up. So, you know, we've got a lot of snowstorms coming yet. Yeah, and, right. and and I've got a bunch of sports shows that I got to travel to. So I know I'll be driving through some blizzard. And Joe, I know you got what the Fargo sports show this weekend and Sioux Falls coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's exactly right. So if you're uh, if you're in Fargo the, this coming this coming weekend, fact, I think uh, I think the dates are the 29th of February through uh, Sunday the 3rd of March. That's for the Fargo. That's at the Fargo Dome. I'll be doing seminars on walleye fishing, pole spinners. I'll also be doing uh, uh, seminars on multi-species success anywhere you fish, and then I'll be uh, and have a booth. And then the 14th of March. Um, through the 17th of March is uh, Sioux Falls, and uh, that's at the Sioux Falls Convention Center. You know what? Uh, both are really good shows, and uh, you know if you're in those areas, go check them out. Plus, you know you got your, you got the retailers, the boat dealers, RV dealers. You know, uh, lots of destinations. They sell some really cool stuff like homemade barbecue sauce and salsa. Mm. And, I mean, you know, uh, I, I sometimes in that, you know they. I know, I know in Fargo and Sioux Falls that uh, Jason Mitchell is going to be giving seminars uh, as well as myself. So he's always a great source of information, fun to listen to. And uh, yeah, so a lot happening, you know. Absolutely. All right, Joe. Well, if people want to start thinking about spring on the Rainy River or sneak in a late winter ice fishing trip, where should they find out for more information? You know what? Um, current information is on our Facebook page, Lake of the Woods Tourism. Otherwise, check out our website. And that is lakeofthewoodsmn.com. Very good. Thank you very much, Joe. Lake of the Woods, the walleye capital of the world, is calling out to you. From the Northwest Angle to the South Shore and Rainy River, this is the Midwest's number one ice fishing destination. Walleye, sauger, perch, northern pike, and eel power. 
the fishing on Lake of the Woods is like a world of its own. Experience the most amazing fishing through one of the many full-service resorts featuring heated fish houses, ice transportation, meal plans, and sleeper fish house options. For more information, go to lakeofthewoodsmn.com. All right, now we're going to talk about the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic. It's coming up March 8th, 9th, and 10th at Canterbury Park in Shakopee. Eric Meyer joins us again on the show this year. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? You ready to go? I'm ready. <laughs> how do you Mount, like? Mounts up there already, so. Are you? Yeah, I'm sure. That's, uh, that's how, like, how many mounts are in that building when the show is going on? Well, last year we... Uh, took in 220 antler entries for scoring which most of them stayed on display for the weekend uh the year prior in 2022 because of the pandemic uh we had 350 Uh, we have a six 68 foot wall and it's covered on both sides that's uh, head mounts uh, sheds bear skulls and uh now this year we're gonna have a bunch of big elk from minnesota all minnesota all Minnesota animals. Oh, yeah, that brother and sister that shot those big elk, right? They're going to be there? Right. Yeah, Gary and uh, his sister's name's uh, Charlene, and uh, Gary's bull is going to come in at number two at 413 inches, four, 413 and 7 eighths, uh, net non-typical, be number two non-typical. And then the sister... She shot hers a seven by seven. That's three sixty-seven, and it would be number three all-time typical in the state. It's in still I, insane to me that we have those animals in Minnesota. Yeah, those are monsters anywhere, and and I think they have fifteen tags that they give out, and that includes some cow tags. Um, so yeah, it used to be a few more, but they dropped yeah. it last fall but we had the chance to go up and film a prairie sportsman episode with scott moon and uh filmed some and and evan bernstrom actually he shot a real nice elk up there last fall so that was a pretty neat experience and uh i'm looking forward to seeing those big elk because i remember when that happened and seeing the pictures of those animals and and just massive so that'll be those will be shoulder mounts at uh at the yeah class. yep he just sent me a shot of his bull it was uh been drying for the last few days so it's going to be ready to roll and i'm going to have to add a little bit more reinforcements on that wall because those two bulls are going to be heavy duty well here's a shot right out of the the show program you can see bulls there and that that picture next to him too that's that buck that that guy found down southeastern minnesota yeah yeah, it's good. the new state record. Let's see if I can do this right. Yeah, it's uh, it's broke a forty-nine year record. It nets two seventy-seven, net non-typical, and it's a found year. He found it, uh, so it, it, there's a separate division for that that category of found. Um, the 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 largest one prior to this that held it for forty-nine years. Is a 269-incher from Ada. A young 17-year-old kid shot it back in the 70s, and it was his first uh, first time hunting with his new slug gun. And, and the neighbors were doing a push, and they pushed this state record right into him. <laughs> that That's, buck will be on play too. 
That's crazy. And I don't like thinking about the 70s being 49 years ago. But <laughs> just throwing that out there. It's also insane to me that we have whitetails that big too. Right. Like in Ada, like in, in a big one in Ada. Right. You know, you think about uh, southeastern Minnesota or maybe Otter Tail County or something. Like, I guess Ada is probably nor- not too far from Otter Tail. But uh, I don't know what county that would be exactly. Yeah, that's, 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 that's but eight, eight away. Yeah, or buck right there. That's, that's the eight one. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. These are just a few of them that I I have about forty on the legends wall, and we're bringing in some some current ones that are giants, so it should be good. Norman yeah, County. Got... Sorry, I had to look that up. It was driving me crazy. That's nice. Those are man, great animals. All right. Uh, and that location, Eric, uh, that's just been a great spot there in Shakopee, hasn't it? Yeah. It's it's so easy to get to right off 169. It's all freeway right to it. They have a massive parking lot, and it's free parking, which is, you know, most shows these days, you, you pay more for parking than you pay to get into the show. And uh, it's set up real, you know, it's... There's three sections to the, the venue, and uh, it's spread out a little bit, but it gives it enough space to, you know, to get a good lineup of exhibitors. Um, they have great, you know, food booths. They have entertainment. They have the casino there. Uh, so everything about it is, uh, it's, a, it's a fun atmosphere. Yeah, big spaces in that parking makes such a big deal. I think it's nice. All right, we got to take a quick break. More with Eric Meyer when we come back from the Minnesota Deer Classic. Don't miss the 2024 Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic presented by select Heartland Chevy dealers at Canterbury Park in Shakopee March 8th, 9th, and 10th. This year's Classic features top hunting celebrities like Pat Nicole Reeve of Driven TV, Melissa Bachman of Winchester Deadly Passion TV, and legendary bow hunter Barry Wenzel. Get your antler scored, view more than 300 antler entries, and see the latest hunting products, plus a great lineup of lodges and outfitters. Learn more about the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic March 8th, 9th, and 10th at Canterbury Park in Shakopee at mndeerclassic.com. We're back. This is Sporting Journal Radio. Thanks for tuning in on the network by demand, sportingjournalradio.com, or maybe you're watching this on YouTube. And if you are, you're getting a chance to see some of these big animals that are going to be on display at the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic coming up March 8th, 9th, and 10th at Canterbury Park in Shakopee. I'll be out there from 11 to 1 on Saturday, March 9th. So stop out and uh, say hi. I might have some free stuff for you. So uh, stop by and see me. I'll be right inside the entrance there. Uh, Eric Meyer is with us right now. And, and Eric, what are some of the other things that people will be able to see at the deer classic this year well we have a full lineup of seminars that will be going on with headliners uh pat and nicole reeve from driven tv um melissa bachman she'll be back from winchester deadly passions we got an old timer barry wenzel uh he's coming in to you know talk about his uh all his tips and tricks to getting those monster bucks uh, we got a new guy, Jared Mills, coming in, talk about food plots, and uh, Jeff Frederick will be talking about uh, turkey decoys and decoying, and the do's and don'ts with with setting up decoys. Um, so that that's a seminar lineup, and and then we have uh, a, a great area for the kids. It's real family oriented. The show. Uh, we have a whole section that's just dedicated to uh, kids' events so they can experience shooting a bow for the first time. 
Uh, we got a BB gun shooting range and uh, trout fishing. Uh, each kid that shows up at the NWT booth, uh, the, the first 30 kids each day at the NWT booth receive a free slate call. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, so it's, they get, the kids get some free freebies from various booths and, um, you know, they get to experience uh, uh, some of these different um, shooting deals that we got going on. We have an archery range that's all Nerf um, targets and they shoot at a Nerf ball that floats on air, so it's pretty safe stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot of kids stuff. Yeah, I was I was a little jealous, Eric. I just want to say, you know, I filmed a walkthrough at the event last year. You can see that on the homepage of the Minnesota Deer Class, Deer and Turkey Classic, mndeerclassic.com. You can see my walkthrough video there or on the Fish Hunt Forever YouTube channel. But I went by that trout pond, and I, it took everything in me not to grab a rod and start fishing. Yeah, it's great. We have uh, – it's all free, too, for the kids. They don't – or adults, so you can go in there and fish with your – your kid no problem um and we don't charge anything for it it's all catch and release but uh, uh yeah it's 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 a it's a room on its own and uh so you, the kids can go off and you know try these different events so that's just one part of the show um there's a lot of great things happening i have a i have a couple big walls uh one is of the outdoor news best buck winners all the it's a photo contest that we have in in the outdoor news and uh i i actually am the photo manager at outdoor news as well so i picked all these shots and they're in poster form and then we uh, lone wolf custom gear uh, donated some trail cams that were given away for the trail cam contest and right now i have about 80 entries so they'll be posted on those walls too and there's some some different free free things or free stuff for people. There's a ladies' night on Friday, March eighth. Yeah, yeah. From four to nine, we encourage all ladies to come down. And uh, Wildlife Research Center has put a nice little package of their products together f for the ladies as well. The first fifty through the door from four to nine receive that prize package, and it's all free admission for all the gals. So come on down and then uh people so people can bring their antlers in to get scored right and that's all free how does that work no well it's not free the antler scoring no it's it's worked into the admission fee when you bring in like if you brought in a buck to have scored um it's 15 dollars, and that includes one scoring and admission now if you bring the deer the, the antlers in on friday and leave it till sunday uh I throw you in in a drawing for about 50 prizes, one being a gearhead uh, compound bow worth about $2,000. But uh, you can see all that stuff on the website, all the prizes. Now, if you take the top three um, winners in each division, well, there's 40 divisions that we score on, will receive a ribbon, but you have to be there Sunday at 1 o'clock to receive the ribbons and to get in on the drawing. Um, if you do take first place in the division, I have a River's Edge hang-on tree stand that goes with the first place ribbon. But you, there again, you have, you have to, be to be present. There. Yeah, the idea is to keep these bucks around. The first couple of years I did this, uh, guys would come in and have them scored and then leave. 
and it was uh, that that those bucks are the show as far as i'm mm-hmm. concerned the you know all these current bucks that are coming in that's what people want to see so uh, you know i really work hard to to uh, pull in the big ones and um it should be pretty a pretty impressive uh um, spread of bucks this year sure well, it's the Minnesota Deer and Turkey Classic, March 8th, 9th, and 10th, Canterbury Park in Shakopee. You can save two bucks off uh, admission by getting the, subscribing to the newsletter. Is that right? Yeah. You can go online and you subscribe to the newsletter, and uh, you just print the copy off. Uh, the latest edition outdoor news, I have a full-page ad in there with the coupon in it as well. And uh, we also have the the uh, the latest show well the show program is printed on the center spread of outdoor news this week so if you want to you know check out everything early if you get a copy of outdoor news um, you know it's all right there or go to the website you know we got everything covered on the website sure mndeerclassic.com is the website again i'll be there march 9th 11 to 1 saturday right inside the main entrance there eric meyer good luck this year and we'll see you at the show Yeah, thank you. We'll see you out there. Sporting Journal Radio is a division of Macaba LLC. If you've got a question, comment, or story idea for us, send us an email. Go to sportingjournalradio.com. While you're there, you can learn how to advertise on the show and visit our store for hats, hoodies, coffee mugs, and more. Go to sportingjournalradio.com.